My name is Chris McDaniel, the senior pastor at Trinity Anglican in Atlanta, Georgia. Welcome to our daily podcast. I'm going to read a portion of Psalm 118 and then pray. And then we're just going to spend a few minutes here on this Friday morning uh, thinking about the Bible and asking God for some insight and some help as we look at his word together. But first, let me read a song of victory. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His steadfast love endures forever. Let Israel say, His steadfast love endures forever. Let the house of Aaron say, His steadfast love endures forever. Let those who fear the Lord say, His steadfast love endures forever. Out of my distress I called on the Lord. The Lord answered me and set me in a broad place. With the Lord on my right side, on my side I do not fear. What can mortals do to me? The Lord is on my side to help me. I shall look in triumph on those who hate me. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to put confidence in mortals. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. All nations surrounded me. In the name of God, I cut them off. They surrounded me, surrounded me on every side. In the name of the Lord, I cut them off. They surrounded me like bees. They blazed like a fire of thorns. In the name of God, I cut them off. I was pushed hard so that I was falling, but the Lord helped me. The Lord is my strength and my might. He has become my salvation. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the Bible, specifically these poems from the book of Psalms. Lord, I think they're here to help us, uh, maybe now especially. So we ask you to give us insight in the word. Help us to receive comfort and wisdom today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So I love these kinds of psalms because they're so varied. Uh, The psalmist begins by pointing out and declaring the goodness of God. And you might think, like, what a strange thing to be reading during the uh, pandemic uh, isolation we're facing. It seems sometimes hard for us to speak of the goodness of God, especially when we feel uh, pressed by life, when we feel like we're, we're in a hard place. Uh, Sometimes I think, and maybe many of us are doing this right now, we question the very goodness of God when we face adversity, specifically when we're confronted with things that we don't understand. And right now we're all being confronted with things we don't understand. Sometimes that can make us actually call into question some of our core commitments as Christians. And I just want to say to you that if you find yourself in that place right now, it's totally understandable. Uh, Questioning things that maybe felt settled uh, maybe a few months ago, and yet I believe this is an opportunity for us to recalibrate our core commitments, to maybe double down on some things that we just need to frankly uh, grab onto and seek to believe about God. And so that's what I'm going to spend just a few minutes here highlighting. I think the psalmist actually gives us some insight into how to be uh, faithful right now. Uh, The first thing that he does uh, after extolling the goodness of God is he calls out to God in his distress. Uh, He does not allow the psalmist's circumstances to keep him from crying out to the Lord. It's as if he decided ahead of time, when I'm squeezed, I will call out to God. And I think that there's an invitation there for you and for me. If If we wait until trouble comes and then think, well, I'll do what feels native to me, we'll oftentimes run the other way. And there's a part of me that wonders if some of our reticence to crying out to the Lord is because we don't decide each and every day where we're going to go when the proverbial stuff hits the fan. 
And then we find ourselves in a moment like the one we're in where uh, chaos is just blowing up all around us. And if we don't decide ahead of time that we're going to call out to God in distress, we oftentimes won't when we're distressed. And one of the things here that I feel like is a real invitation for, for us is to decide, to decide now. What are you going to do the next time anxiety creeps up? Uh, I found that if I wait to decide what I'm going to do, I usually fail to do the most redemptive thing. And then I feel guilty, ashamed. You probably know exactly because you feel the same things. And then it kind of piles up uh, on itself and pushes us further and further from the place we want to be. And so I have to decide as a Christian uh, what I'm going to do when trouble comes. Uh, I have to decide that I will not allow trouble or my sin to keep me from calling out to God for help. And the psalmist says that when he calls out to the Lord in distress, that the Lord puts him in a broad place. And I have been thinking this morning about that. What, is it, what does it mean to stand in a broad place? I, I don't know that it means that all of our problems go away. When I think of conflict, specifically physical conflict, having a place for your feet to stand actually gives you leverage to fight the good fight. And maybe what the psalmist is trying to say is that when I'm in distress and I orient my voice toward God, God actually gives me a place to stand in order to do uh, the fighting, in order to uh, contend with the forces that are around me, whether they're inside me or they're circumstantial forces. I believe the Lord wants to give you a place to stand. And that doesn't necessarily mean your problems are going to go away. They almost uh, certainly won't. Uh, but what I think we need sometimes is just a place to stand, a place for the Lord to give us uh, room to, to put our feet anchored into something firm and solid so that we can see the Lord help us in times of distress. The second thing after calling out to the Lord in distress that the psalmist does is he asks this rhetorical question, what can mortals do to me? And I would just say quite a lot, actually. Uh, people... Um, Systems, uh, forces of wickedness can do a lot of harm uh, to people like you, me. And the point here, I think, that the psalmist is trying to make is not that people can't hurt us. It's that uh, he's placed his emphasis somewhere else. Uh, his trust, if you will, is not just in the tendencies and the whims of people and systems, but that he's placed his trust in uh, someone or something transcendent. And the writer is essentially revealing that he has a different point of orientation for where his security rests. And I think there's something pretty important here uh, for us to, to think about. Um, what he's done in this moment of saying, what can mortals do to me, is he's saying, I'm not putting my hope, I'm not giving power to people and systems. And I think there's something really powerful here because the Lord is actually I think uh, giving us an invitation to, to see that when we place our hope in the wrong places, uh, mortals actually are able to, to hurt us in ways that they wouldn't if we were able to put our hope in the Lord. So I just want to ask you today, maybe a good point of, of reflection here at the beginning of this day is currently where are you placing your hope? Um, when that leads us to the third thing that I think the psalmist is doing, uh, the psalmist then kind of answers the question. He's learned to take refuge in the right place. He's decided ahead of time where he will take refuge when the storm comes. On Easter night, uh, tornadoes swept across Georgia. I think six people passed away. Just a horribly uh, tragic ending uh, to a very strange Easter Sunday. And 
my wife and I were discussing before bed, you know, what are we going to do if, if the tornadoes come, come our way? And she was adamant that we prepare a place, you know, that we have a, a space carved out and some soft things uh, nearby to put over our heads in case stuff's fallen off the shelves or whatever in the closet in our bedroom. And, uh, you know, I think she was right to, to have a plan before the tornado came. Uh, I'm the kind of personality that waits until the tornado comes and then thinks, oh, we'll figure it out. And that's probably not wise. And so I just want to say to you today, you're in the middle of a storm. So am I. Do you have a plan for where to go for refuge when all hell is breaking loose around you? The psalmist says mortals, so people, and princes, people in power, are not good options. Uh, our tendency is to turn to smart people, um, problem solvers, and say, they'll figure it out for me. And the psalmist here says, you need a plan before the tornado comes. Now, here's the challenge many of us are sitting with. We're in the midst of a societal global tornado. And many of us did not come up with a plan. And so you might find yourself sitting here listening to this or walking, doing whatever it is that you're doing, thinking, I, I feel like I've run in all the wrong places to try to protect myself. And I just am anxious and worn out. And I feel like it's too late. The tornado is happening. It is best to find your refuge place before the storm happens. But if the storm is raging around you, it's better late than never. And I believe that the invitation in front of most all of us right now is to actually try to calm our hearts and say, God, what new thing might you be inviting me to consider? How might I orient my life so that I am looking to you, God, not mortals, um, not systems, but you to help secure and settle and stabilize my heart? I think the Lord wants to actually secure and settle and stabilize our souls, even if the world around us is falling apart. And you may be late to the game. You may find that you uh, have made a lot of mistakes in the last weeks. And yet I think now is a great time for us to say, Lord, this is not the best time, but it's uh, maybe the time I have to turn to you and actually begin to orient and settle my life. And I would just say simply uh, engaging in spiritual practices, um, time quiet, uh, time with the TV and the phone off, time uh, in God's word, learning to meditate, learning to pray, um, spending time to give voice to your feelings and share what's going on in your life. These things are going to deepen you and me and make us the kinds of people who increasingly turn in the right direction for refuge. And I love how he ends. He says, you know, I was pressed hard uh, to the point that I, I was about to fall, but I began to receive strength and even salvation from God. And what that reminds me of is in the midst of a time when lots of bad stuff is coming for us, that something good from God is also coming for us. That not only is the bad stuff swirling around you, but that something good, strength, salvation from God is also, I think, on offer. It's available to us. And as we walk further into this Easter season, I believe that one of the great opportunities in front of us is going to be, God, help me see the thing that you are wanting to give me, the gifts of grace that you would give me in the midst of all the chaos, in the midst of all the trouble. So as you walk into your day, I just want to leave you with two questions. Where have you been turning for help? Comfort. And number two, are you convinced, sufficiently convinced of God's goodness, even in the midst of the storm? I believe that if we can be careful about where we're turning, um, 
turning to him rather than other things. Uh, we'll, we'll be better off. We'll make fewer mistakes. We'll sin less during the season. And I believe that for all of us, there's a real invitation to make a choice here, now, concerning the goodness of God. Uh, I am maintaining a posture, uh, an, a steadfast commitment uh, to say again and again, God, you are good. Even if I feel disoriented, you are good. And I believe that the Lord might be inviting each and every one of us to cultivate a commitment, an increased commitment to the goodness of God. So, Father, I pray that you would help us today. Give us uh, access to grace. Lord, I pray that we would be able to look at where, our, uh, where we've turned for refuge, where we've, uh, where we've run for help. And, Lord, if we've gone in directions that have not been entirely redemptive, I just ask you to forgive us, Lord. And we pray, Lord, that we would, in this space, make a renewed commitment to look to you in the midst of a season of disorientation. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Go in peace. We'll see you when we see you.